Hey there. We wanted to come here and say thank you for working with us, giving and believing in this ministry in 2022. We trust that with faith, 2023 is going to be the best year of our lives yet. We trust and believe God for what is yet to come. Thank you for 2022. See you in 2023. Amen. Come on, give God a big hand, wherever you're listening from. Woo! Hallelujah to you, oh God. Thank you, God. Listen, guys, God has been good. And we are living proofs of what God's goodness feels like, right? We are literally one Sunday away from 2000 to and 2023 sorry and it is just um it's been it's, it's been crazy all right J- just in case you you, you kind of like are still out of place with your gratitude and stuff let me tell you some of the stuff i'm, I'm grateful for so yesterday I, I, we, I was with someone and we did some kind of like statistics yeah and uh we just did one plus or minus plus and minus actually and uh I, we started uh um preaching i think it's the is this second now second sunday in 2021 22 yeah and so up until today today makes it the 50th uh 51st i'm sorry 50th sunday yeah today is the 50th sunday for, that we have been meeting together in the past one year yeah the 50th sunday crazy right oh we're just getting started you're not you're not even there and then I started thinking of how many times I had to preach and all that. That's about 44, 45 of them. And I'm like, wow, this is bananas. <laughs> like, it's crazy. Like, I, whoa, I actually made it through 40-something Sundays. For something weeks of preaching. We made it through another year. Yeah, I know that we, the, the year is not ending like it started. But it doesn't always have to. You know why? Because God is good regardless of how things happen or what things happen and what things don't. Like if you just re- if we just embrace the truth and the truth is what is the truth people the truth there is God is good even when things were not He was good even when storms came He split them when He come there rather when we were before a sea uh, a, a, a roadblock a, a, a dead end a sea what did He do He split that sea with the rod He put in your hand He made the little thing in your hand a solution to great and mighty problems why because He is God like that. And so if you have no reason to praise God, praise Him for all the bad times this year. Praise Him for all the wrong times this year. Praise Him for every dead end you met. Praise Him for every time someone went crazy in your family. Praise Him for every time you went crazy on yourself. Praise Him for, praise him for every time you got you answered the call of depression and He pulled you out of it. Praise Him for everything He's good. Like, he said, like the psalmist says, praise the Lord for His mercies endures forever. Let Israel say again, His mercies endures forever. Let us praise Him in His house because his love his faithfulness and his and his mercy and endures forever amen thank you jesus for your mercy your mercy undeserved unearned unmerited favor lasts forever hallelujah hey guys i am i am so happy to be in god's presence today I don't know if you know, I don't know if you can hear my voice, um, literally the last Sunday, um, the, our last Sunday meeting together in 2022. 
man, it is, first of all, like, first of all, it feels like, I mean, I was literally telling someone the other day, like, whoa, 2023 is coming in too fast. Like, I'm coming in hot. You know, like, this is too, this is too hot. Maybe, can, can I, like, can I, like, get in one month, one month, uh, uh break? Cause I, I need to start planning and thinking of 2023. You know, 2023 hits now, then you start making your new year resolution, which only lasts you about three weeks. Right, you so say, I start, I'm, I'm gonna start working out this year. That, yeah, you said that this year. You said that the last year too. So, God is not, God is not, God is not in any way, uh, outlandish by your desires, which he knows that you don't always stick to. Um, but for real, right, we, we start to like plan and do all those things in 2023. I'm like, oh my frack, can I just hold on to a little, can I just hold on a little bit more? I just feel like I'm not well prepared. I'm not, I'm not fully ready yet because I've, I've got so much I want to do. And I have, I've got so much I feel like I'm supposed to do. I've got nothing I think I'm, I'm, I'm going to do. And so I'm like, oh my God, I'm caught in between something and nothing. Like, God, help me. I need some time. I need some space in the middle of it. And I don't know if you, know, if you, if you I don't know if you're like me. You just need some space in the middle of it to process the new, the new phase, a new season that God is bringing you into. And you're like, God, I just need some space because I have no idea. I don't want 2023 to just happen to me. I want to happen to 2023. Like, God, I need to catch my breath. Well, God heard your prayer, all right. And so, in in a uh, bid to catch in bid in bid to catch your breath, and there's a thing we do every end of the year, every three uh, the last three days of every year. If you've been here for a while, you know that we do a thing. What we call we do a thing we call reflect and reason. Y'all remember that? Reflect and reason. And reflect and reason is a three day uh, devotional that I write personally and I send them to your mail or WhatsApp, whatever, wherever you want uh, the devotional, mainly just mails and WhatsApps. And uh, we, I write this devotional and I send it across to people. We send it across to people every last three days. So it's like uh, the 29th or the 30th and the 31st. This is that, this is that pause that you needed. This is your reflect and reason. This is where you reflect, okay, reflect in 2022. And our reason 2023 right this is how we do it we, we've been doing it for like this is going to be this is going to be the third year that we've been doing this since it st just started every end of the year last three days we do reflect and reason so just go up go right now to our link tree page linktr.ee for slash teachers go and sign up for your reflect for to uh, register your your yourself your contact for reflecting reason tell us what you want it on your whatsapp or on on uh, mail via mail whatever so sign up for reflecting reason i'll be waiting to hear your uh, uh to see your responses and i can't wait for us to just you know hold on to some to, to some time just, just the little time we have left in our hands and to just plan and pray and prepare our hearts towards 2023 amen how many of you are just hopeful that god's about to do something great in 2023 let me see your hands show of hands show of hands you just you just have this feeling at the back of your mind now you are very close to 2023 you're still not sure, but you just have that feeling. You know you have a feeling or you had a feeling a couple of weeks ago. What God is said to do in 2023. Yeah, that's good. That's good. I love all people person showing their hands right now. I'm not seeing it, but God is seeing it. Because God, God, see, the Bible says this about faith, right? I know I'm saying so much, but I just have to say everything I can't say now. Because I might not be able to say anything until 2023. Next time you see me, whoop, it's going to be 2023. So uh, you, you ain't going to meet me in 2022 anymore. You're only going to see me in 2023. All right, but um, I God even the Bible says that anyone who approaches God must first believe that He exists. Faith. Listen, it is it is one thing to just you know be uh, in a position where we're like you know what whatever happens you know whatever will be will be 
you know whatever will be won't always be if you don't grab your your queen by the neck you know if you if you want queen to just sarah sarah okay you feel me guys like you would would have to we have to start learning to grab our our life by of course when i say grab it by the by the horns or something it's not like we're really in control god is in charge god is in control but really we we are not just we are not complacent we're not complacent uh, towards life itself we have faith and we dare we have expectations we have hopes and the bible says that the expectations of the righteous shall not be cut short you will not be cut off it will not drop god will not drop your expectations on the floor like he never got it in, to begin with god will not just god will not disappoint you in the sense that where, where he leaves you or departs from you right of course he, he does not respect our preferences he respects his purpose and meaning whatever his purpose is for you in 2023 only that will come to pass and i'm praying that his purpose concerning you 2023 will not be thwarted by the enemy will not be the schemes of darkness will not overshadow it and what god has planned and proposed for you and yours is only what will come to pass i declare in the name of jesus amen amen so go go on go right now right after the service and uh sign up for reflect and reason 2022 Woo! all right um hey one more thing right guys right guys i am so thank you for every person who's been with us this year it's been it's been real bumpy uh through the years through the months you know having to do church online the past i don't know like four months now it's been it's been crazy uh, trust me i am not always i'm not very excited that we're having church online i'm not always i mean we got, we got network issues we got things just not always working and it's always frustrating we, i had to do an entire seven or eight week series on um daddy issues remember um yeah come on if you were dead for here for daddy daddy issues let me see your hands oh this let's let's let, give god a praise right now whatever it is you're listening from Amen. That issue was a really great. Thank God for what he did in that series and through that series. I've had testimonies. I'm having mobile testimonies. People who are literally carrying this testimony and joy wherever they go. And palpable. Um, this is not just this is testimonies are measurable. People can say, Wow, this person is really changed, or this thing something's changed about this person. And the person's like, Yeah, man, I listened to Daddy Issues, that series some months back. And it's been really great. Um so, well, like over the past couple like four months, we had to have we've had to do service you know online from my bedroom from my living room at home and um it, it's not been very pleasant i wouldn't lie to you but this same year we had a year-end offering uh taking last once last sunday and by the way people are still giving even up until yesterday and um but what, what i found to be really crazy or the exhilarating factor is this you guys still showed up you will still gave Regardless of whether or not we met physically or not, you still gave to this ministry. And I, I, I have enough reasons on my plate already to be sad or be like, oh my God, I'm going to discontinue with 2022. But fam, shut the F up, brother. God still did things in 2022. Y'all gave, y'all gave towards Love Week. Y'all gave, and that's in faith offering. You gave towards Love Week. Love Week is coming up on or before Christmas. I think it's going to be like 26 or something like that. And you guys gave, you guys did that. You guys gave to this ministry. It is, and I do not take it for granted. It is not something I take for sheer uh, granted like that. I have to say this, the God who you have honored will always honor you in return. Because that's who God is, right? God honors those who honor Him. God, God, although the Bible says God is respected of nobody, but let me tell you something. God honors. 
God blesses. He uplifts those who are, who are surrendered. And you have surrendered and you have trusted him in the area of your finances, even with this ministry in this year. And I'm just let me just say this over you right now. God bless you. I'm learning recently that one of the most powerful prayers doesn't have to like be so long and soft. It just has to be something very simple like, God bless you. And may he keep you and cause his face to shine upon you. Even as we enter 2023, he will show up for you in ways you do not even imagine. Amen. Amen for that. Amen, church. Um, all right. So uh, I, I told, I told um, girl, I said, listen, I said, I have a word from God. It's a word, so powerful word. Um, uh, so powerful word. I'm holding the King James Bible right now, but I don't think I'm going to use it. <laughs> like uh, it, it, the word is so powerful, and um, uh, I can't wait to share it to you guys. I I really cannot wait to share God's word with you. Um, the word He has laid in my heart for us. The last Sunday in two. Th- no, sorry, not this is not last Sunday. Next Sunday is going to be Christmas. But here's the thing: I'm not going to be here preaching on Christmas. You know what? I've got some kids, some chickens to devour. I've got some, you know, some bones to crush. I've got some serpents to crush with my legs and some bones to crush with my teeth. Baby girl, I ain't going to be preaching on Christmas Sunday. Why? I'm going to be bowling as a bowler. The pastor is a bowler who bowls the divine way. Amen. Um, <laughs> it's going to be Christmas. We're going to have my family together, my friends. We're going we're gonna to bowl. We're going to be having a nice time. And so I ain't going to be preaching. If you want to catch me preach, it's either you sign up right now for Reflecting Risen Devil or you listen to an old sermon, or uh, you know, you just wait till next year, 2023. It's not that long anyway. Um, amen. All right. And so, if you have your Bibles with you, uh, join me. Everybody, say, join me, join me, join me. Thank you, everybody, for te- telling someone about church this year, for inviting at least one person to church. You invited at least one person to church. You shared the live stream service links. Like, join our live stream, please. Join our live. You literally begged them. You told them you're gonna give them something. You're gonna cook your favorite dish for them if they join the live stream. I am grateful. Thank you for dragging your husband to join the streams. Thank you for dragging. I mean, I, I know people who literally told your husbands, come and listen to this sermon. I, I, and it, it is great. Thank you for dragging your husbands. Thank you for um uh for just, you know, just coming along with us and just allowing this ministry to be a blessing to you and yours. It's just an honor to be to lead a church like this, a church of people who are generous, just people who love God, love their neighbors, love their pastor. I, I believe you all love your pastor. If you don't love your pastor, wow, I am not disappointed. <laughs> um, but yeah, thank you very much, guys. I, I'm really grateful. So now, in the book of First Kings, y'all, let's, let's go back. We're going all the way back. I know, I know, I know. They're like, Pastor Mano. You should end this in the New Testament. Yeah, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Join me in, a, in the book of First Kings. Y'all know where First Kings is? Yep, First Kings just comes bef- right before Samuel. Right? Am I mistaken? Nope, I am not mistaken. Um, First Kings. Join me, book of First Kings, guys. Um, First Kings chapter eighteen. First Kings chapter eighteen. And um, I, I'll first, I'll first do this. I'll first read the first verse, and then we jump right down to the eighteenth. Right? Can we do that? I'll read the first verse, then we jump right down to the 18th. The first verse of in, in, in 1 Kings 18 says this. That's verse 1. It says, After a long time, in the third year, the, in the third year, the word of the Lord came to Elijah. He said, he said this. Go, present yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain on the land. Come on now, say amen for that word. That's a prophetic word. Uh, God, God is saying, I will send rain on the land. I don't care how dry it has been in your life. God is saying, I will send rain into your life. 
God is about to send rain on that land. He's about to send rain into that family. He's about to send rain on those hardened hearts. God is about to send rain into your lives. God is about to send rain into your family. He's about to send rain into your marriage. He's about to send rain, rain into your academics. He's about to send rain into your future. He's about to send, send rain into your plans and purpose. He's about to send rain into, in, in, into everything that concerns your finances, your health. God is about to send rain to your relationships. God is about to send rain on that dry and parched and thirsty ground. In the name of Jesus. God told me this. Let me just say something real quick. God told me this back in 2021. Around about, um, when was it again? I think it was about September. I don't know, but somewhere in my notepad. And God told me this. He said that I am sending, I'm going to cause water to spring out of dry ground, dry, parched, and thirsty lands. That's what God told me last year. And He has been doing it. He's caused water, living water, to spring out of dry and thirsty grounds, parched grounds. And guess what? He's doing it for you in 2023. Even before Christmas, even with your family gathering together for Christmas, he's going to cause um, living water, not just any kind of water, living water to spring out of dry and parched grounds. And guess what? Those seeds you buried in the soil and you've forgotten, God, those good ones, I mean, God is going to allow them grow in the name of Jesus. Amen. So now, um, let's jump right. Let's, uh, did I say verse 18? I'm so sorry. I meant, uh, let's go to verse 41, I meant to say. Now, First Kings 18, verse 41. This is really where my sermon starts from. Are you with me? It says this. And Elijah said to Ahab, Go, eat and drink. For there is the sound of a heavy rain. Oh, I love that. There is the sound of a heavy rain. So Ahab went off to eat and drink, but Elijah climbed to the top of Mount Carmel. He bent down, he bent down to the ground and put his face between his knees. Go and look toward the sea, he told the servant. And the servant went up and looked. There is nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah said, go back. Now, verse 44, the seventh time the servant reported, a cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. So Elijah said, go and tell Ahab, hitch up your chariot and go down before the, before the rain stops you. Verse 45, meanwhile, the sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose, the wind rose. a heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. A heavy rain started falling, and Ahab rode off to Jezreel. All right, just for the sake of emphasis, I want you to go back to the, to, um, sorry, I want you to go back to um, verse 43, it says, Go and look towards the sea, Elijah told the servant. And the servant went and said, There is nothing, there's nothing there, he said. Seven times Elijah told him, Go back. And for the first, seventh time, the servant said, A cloud as small as a man's hand is rising from the sea. Amen. Um, today, my sermon title is, is, is going to be Somehow. Um, <laughs> um, and... Um, I learned this, the pieces, they say pieces, letting God explain later. So I'm going to give you my, my sermon title now, and then I'll, again, you have to let me explain, or God, let God explain later what the sermon title means. Y'all ready for this? This sermon title came to me, was it on Monday or, or Tuesday? And God said, speaking to me, all, God was speaking to me all week concerning this. And he's allowed this week to be an epitome of, of understanding, even to give this sermon deeper interpretation, right? Because it, it, it's one thing for me to preach a sermon, that I think is great, it's another thing for me to preach a sermon that I know is true. You know what it means? Right? It's, it's one thing for me to say something, and you just be like, hey, that's very, that's very deep, Pastor Mano. You know this is where pastors do this thing where they, they, they try to make quotes, and the, every word of that quote starts with the same F, 
Same, same, sorry, sorry, sounds with the same letter. Like a father is a per, is a feather is a, a father is a feather that makes you fly further. And you're like, yeah, that's deep, that's very deep. But really, it's not deep. It's only that it's so big and the magnanimity is kind of like astounding that your brain has no place to process it. The ambiguity is too much that your brain has no space to process it. So rather than dealing with it, we say that's deep. But trust me, trust me, this is not this is not one of those sermons. This sermon is different. The word God placed in my heart is this. Are you ready for this, guys? Bold, blank, black. Everybody say with me. Bold, blank, black. Everybody say with me again. Bold, blank, black. You know what it is? Bold, blank, black. Get ready for the word now. Now this is about. This is not going to be like a normal sermon. This is about to be different. All right. Thank you, Holy Spirit, for your word, God. You've always been the star of your own show. 50 weeks into this, God, you've always been the star. Wherever we have, we have taken the glory to ourselves, we apologize, God, and we give it all back to you. And we ask always be that you would rule and reign even over your church. And, and thank you for 2022, God. Thank you for the word that you have for us now. We believe in the God of 11th hour miracles, and that's what we're about to witness, an 11th hour miracle. And we exalt your name, Father God. Let this word speak to people. As much as you have allowed to speak to me. And let it speak to me also, even as I speak it to your people. It really is your word in my lungs, God. And so get it out to your people the way you want it to go. Thank you, Holy Spirit. In Jesus' name. Amen and amen. Woo! You may be seated in God's presence. I hope you are standing to honor God's word. If you're not, go back, go back in the recording. Uh, I mean, go back in the playback, whatever, and go and stand. All right. <laughs> Just kidding. Um, be seated in God's presence. Yeah. Um... You know what I find to be um, very interesting? Uh, one of the things I find to be very interesting about 2022 is uh, my list. One of my I, I, my faith card or my prayer list that I wrote for 2022 back in 2021. I have the, I, I I didn't know up until recently that I I, I kind of had them scattered around. I had some in my phone, some written down with a pen. And uh, let me tell you this: I can tell you I can go into details. Because I, I feel very vulnerable saying all the details of some of the things I prayed for. But some of the things I prayed for in 2021 concerning 2022 did not uh, come to pass. Uh, uh, God did not, uh, God didn't send those ones. Um, the reason being that, and let me just tell you, just so you know, God's giving me wisdom enough to understand why he doesn't answer some prayers sometimes. And the reason is some of the prayers I prayed were not prayers I should have been praying, you know. Um, they were not prayers that I should have been praying. They were not prayers that uh, he wanted me to pray because there were more prayer. There were prayers that really were either materialistic or had me at the center of it. Like it, they were selfish prayers, selfishly led and orchestrated prayers. You know, prayers where you pray, you're, pray, you're, you're really just praying for yourself, but then you put people around, around it. Like Father God, bless me so I can bless people. But really, what you're asking God for is just money, and God knows your heart. Because the Bible says the word of God is, you know, it's quick and sharper than any double-edged sword. And the ends with this. That verse in Hebrews ends with this. Hebrews four it ends with this. It says this. It says it, it judges the thoughts and intents of the heart. And so why you were there why, why you were there praying all those crazy prayers? And I know some of you are already doing it for 2023. God, make me rich. Make me rich. God, I'm gonna I'm gonna give to the poor. And God's like, really? Is that why you wanna be rich? Or you wanna be rich because you want to feel good about yourself? Right? Um, but for real, for some of the things I pray for um in 2021, 2022, sorry. Um I I recently checked and I'm like, mm, he didn't answer that one. Uh, why did he not answer? Um I, I, I see it now, I see it clearly now, you know. Uh, they were being, they were materialistic prayers. They were not real prayers. 
right? I, to add, like I, I said last week, was it? I have a very short, like my prayer list is very short this time around. I'm not praying any, I'm not praying any 32 prayer, like it, it used to be that long, but now it's just two or so, just two prayers on my prayer list. And these are things that if God does not answer, I'm doomed. <laughs> like I'm doomed if he does not answer these things. Like I am doomed, doomed, doomed. If God does not answer these things I'm asking for. Because I really need them. How many of you have just some things that you know that if God does not send them, you really are doomed. But you still trust him regardless. To send, even if he doesn't send it what you want him to, he will send it. You just, you just trust that he will send it one way. Come on, let me see your hands. God, just know that God would still be faithful even when you are faithless. You, even in 2023, when you still have those moments where you have zero faith, you will still be faithful. Amen. God bless you. Um, you know that, and, and whenever I think of it, of, of what happened last year, I just think of that verse that says, uh, you know, my people perish. You know, so my people pray, um, but they pray amiss because they have no understanding. They have no knowledge. And so they pray amiss. But um, one thing I, I, I'm discovered or I discovered, right, is sometimes when we um, we pray, is, is it always because we prayed and, and we don't get the answer? Is it always because we prayed and missed? I mean, we just read now, and I'm going back to my, my text now, in, in 1 Kings 18, we just read a very phenomenal thing that, has, that happened in the land of Israel. For the sake of context, right after verse 1, when God says he's about to send rain, Elijah went and met with Ahab, the king. The land was so parched and thirsty, there, was, there, were, there were barely any grasses left. So Ahab told his servant Obadiah and was like, you know what, let's go and look for grass. Right? Let's look for grass for our animals, for, for, the, for the horses in our stable. Because if we don't look for grass for them, we'll have to kill them and cook them at some point. Because there was no, there was barely any grass left, and so they were not, they were not feeding. There was no water, sufficient water, and the land, the, the land had, been, had, it had not rained for three years. And it was guess what? Just just so you know, it had not rained for three years at Elijah's word. Elijah spoke three years prior to to Second Kings, to First Kings eighteen. Sorry, he spoke that there shall be no rain on this land for the next three years. Elijah spoke it, and guess what? It happened. No rain. And so Ahab and Obadiah were like, you know what, let's go and look for grasses. Now for the fact that the king Ahab went also to look for grasses, I'm assuming um, he, some of his servants had quit or some had died because, you know, they were thirsty, there was, not, there, was no, there was no more sufficient resources to go around in the kingdom. Alright. So Elijah meets, uh, Ahab, meets with Ahab, right, after discussing with Obadiah, uh, and then he meets with Ahab uh, because uh, also called Obadiah led um, Elijah to meet Ahab. And then Ahab said this when he saw him. I'm just giving you context real quick. Ahab said, is that the troubler of Israel? From a distance, he saw Elijah from a distance. was like, is that the troubler of Israel? The one who has caused all of us to rely solely on do from heaven every morning. <laughs> this is not the Bible. I'm just, I'm just saying it. Right? There's been no rain, only do. Right? Um, who is that? Us Shrek miles. Like, you know those advertisements they show on TV? Like, save dial eight, uh, uh, 0800 to save this child's life. And you see the child walking, like, from here to, to Egypt to just get a, a bucket of water. Exactly. So, um, I'm guessing Elijah's like, uh, I mean, here is like, is that the one who has caused this white people to, to always have 0800 on us? <laughs> anyway, bad joke, I'm sorry. So, um, Elijah's like, I never, you know, I'm not behind, I'm not the trouble of Israel. You caused it. You and your father's house, your father's family, your father's house, you all departed from God's rules. And so what has happened to Israel has only been a repercussion of what you did. 
And that is why if you're a leader, you have to be careful because your decisions affect those you are leading. And if you, if you stray away from God's commandments, if you stray away from the path of the blessing, don't be surprised when people under you are stifled. Amen now. Oh, that's not my sermon, that's not my sermon, that's not my sermon, that's not It's the last Sunday of the year, right? I mean, last, or last official ga- uh, gathering of the year, so I can take my time. Y'all, give me this one at least. Just give me this one. If I take two hours, just give it to me, all right? I'm trying to, like, work my way around it and, you know, just understand the fact that, wow, man, I, I, we've been together for a while now, all right? Um, you've listened to my sermons. Uh, we, we've been together, for, we, so you just stick, stick with me. Stick with me on this one. Stick with me. All right. So now, Elijah... Um, then tells Ahab, gather all the prophets of Baal, you know, and they gathered all the 450 prophets that ate at Jezebel's table, you know, you remember Jezebel? Jezebel was Elijah's, sorry, was Ahab's wife, and Elijah's arch enemy, you would understand that if you read 1 Kings 19, uh, and uh, what happened was Elijah, you know, you know, called him to a, a, a contest of, of whose God is, whose God is more powerful, or most powerful, and what was the the rule of the contest. The rule of the contest was simple. Uh, kill two, two mules or cows, put them up on, on two different altars. One raised to, to uh, Baal or Baal, the other one raised to God, the God of Israel. And do not put any fire in it, right? Do not do anything like that, but you're going to call on your God. If your God answers by fire, then he is God. And then Prophet Baal spent like almost an entire day Calling on their prophets, uh, sorry, calling on their, on their God, cutting themselves, slashing themselves until blood started to flow out. Bible says, and their God never answered. Because let me tell you something: nothing can ever stand the test uh, of authenticity when it's when it is standing against God. Nothing can ever contest with God. Nothing can ever fight God. Who can stand against the Lord? The song says, "No one, like who can stand against my God?" Guess what? No one, if you go with this mentality into 2023, I'm not even used to saying the word here, but if you go into this, with this mentality into 2023, I'm sorry, this, this is one of the ways that you will discover some of your battles are becoming easier to fight. Right? Because you know that who can stand against my God? And who that, he that is with me has made me the majority. Because he that is in me is greater than the one in the world. And the one who, who stands for me, Bible says in Romans 8, that if God be for you, guess what? Who can stand against you? And if we have this confidence that God is for me, guess what? Then I don't care who I'm having to stand up against. They will all bow and cave like Dagon before the Ark of Covenant back in the book of 1 Samuel. They will all fall down flat on your faces. You know why? Because the God that I serve, the living God, He is the consuming fire. Amen. Now, God is the consuming fire. He has no competition. He cannot be defeated. Amen. Ooh, yeah, that's good. That's good. That's good. So now, um, God, after a few hours of you know no response from Baal or Baal uh, or Baal, I don't know. I, I honestly have problems pronouncing that word. I've always done. I've always had it. Um, so a few hours after you know they got no many hours actually after their God refused to answer. You know, Elijah was like, you know what, since your God, I think he's troubled, he's absent-minded, or he's deaf, or whatever. Um, let me call on the living God, the one who's always hearing. The one whose ear is never too heavy, and his arms are never too short to save his people when they call unto him for help, or cry to him for help. And so, you know what he did? Elijah put his cow on his altar, with, he, he, he mounted 12 stones, representing every tribe in Israel. Then he put this big cow on it. And not only that, he asked them to fetch 
that's about to get four um, uh, four gallons of water, heavy gallons of water. Four. I told him to pour it on the sacrifice four times. So that's about twelve. Four times three. Sorry, uh, three times. I'm sorry. Four times three is what? Twelve. And so they pour. He said, "Do it again." They poured the first batch of the four, and when they like, get another one, they did it again, and they kept pouring water on the sacrifice, even with a ridge around it. And then it was like, "God, prove your people. You know, prove them that and prove to them that you are God. You know that you are real." And know what God did? He sent down rain from heaven. He always backs up his prophet. He always backs up his people. Stop expecting God to move. And your defense when you're always silent about stuff. If you're a Christian here and you're working in a place where they talk, they smack, they talk smack about God, and you never stand up to defend Him, don't expect Him to defend you when it is you and you are the one being talked about. Never expect God to back up the person who never backed Him up. Like, of course, you cannot fight for God, but if you're always quiet when people are talking about, are talking about smack about God, and you're always Quiet, you know, quiet is complicit sometimes. And, and God sees that. God says, if you are shy about me back, back there on earth, Jesus said this, if you are shy about me on earth, I'll also be shy about you when it comes to my father. It's Jesus said this, this is not me, 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 not speaking, God said this. And so if you never get up to defend your God, then don't be, don't be surprised when he never actually stands up to defend you in return. God is a jealous God, remember that. Amen. So Elijah dead. To step out in faith and God responded with action. Amen. God always responds in action when we step out in faith. And now this, that's not even, that's not even, that's only the precipice of my real sermon. Bold, blank, and not beautiful. Bold, blank, and black. Not beautiful. Black, black. I'm sorry. Um, now, so, I know it sounded like, it sounded like, uh, was that forever young? Was it, is that, was, is that, no, 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 that, that. Dark and lovely, you know, you're bold and beautiful, but this is, this, this is different. You are, this is bold, blank, and black. Amen. And so Bible says that Elijah did something different. And I, and I, want, and I want to show you what it is that Elijah did uh, today in this sermon, the last, our last gathering in 2022. I want to show you what he did. Now, Elijah took... Uh, sorry, Elijah went up to the mountain, Mount Carmel, which is very close to the place where he had just, they had just slain all the 450 prophets of Baal because he proved that their God was wrong. And he, then he had them slain right there. He sacrificed them to the glory of Jesus. Amen. And so now he went, to the, to, he went on to Mount, uh, Mount Carmel and did something. This is what I want to show you today. This is the main uh, part of my sermon. Elijah climbed up to this mountain. The Bible says he put his face between his knees and he prayed Woo! and this is so crazy because this is why this is why this is so crazy because when elijah spoke the word there was nothing like this elijah spoke the word there should never be rain on the earth boom no rain nothing but we see elijah here asking god for a release of the rain and Elijah here is having to pray bold prayers. That's the first part of what, of, of what God has sent me here to talk to you today about 2023. You have got to learn to pray bold prayers. Because Queen will not always Sarah, Sarah. It will not always be as you want it to be easily. God said, I am about to send rain on the land. But God never said when. 
And so I'm, I'm not, don't get me wrong, this might not be very correct. But I think Elijah prayed bold, boldly that day because he was trying to get God to do it right there and then. I mean, he serves a God who just sent fire from heaven. But he also identifies the fact that sometimes when you try, you're trying to constrain time and space, there's some kind of bold and audacious prayers you're going to have to pray. When you're trying to constrain time and space, when you're trying to make something that was meant to happen two days to come happen right happen today, right now, you cannot just you cannot just make these things happen just like that, just by wishing, wishing and just hoping and just dreaming. There's some things you have to that you can only claim with bold prayers. Oh, you've got to learn to pray bold prayers, my dear. Bold and audacious prayers, prayers that makes the devil flee. Elijah knew how to pray bold and audacious prayers. He put his face in between his knees and he prayed. He called unto his father, the one who just sent fire from heaven. He called unto his father, the one who sent ravens to feed him at some point. He called unto, he called unto his father, the one who fed him by the widow, with the widow at Zarephath. He called unto his father, the one who just rained fire from heaven. He called unto his father, the one who even stopped the rain to begin with. And he prayed bold prayers. You guys learn to pray bold prayers. If you never learn to approach a throne of grace, Boldly, then you will never get the mercy you deserve. Bold is not pride. Oh no 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 no. Bold is you praying you praying bold prayers is not you being proud. On the contrary, bold prayers is it's 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 a prayer of 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 acute confidence. It's a prayer rather of acute confidence. Bold prayers are prayers prayed with acute confidence, knowing fully well that if my that my God is strong enough to deliver me. That my God is strong enough to save. That my God is strong enough to, to give me peace. That my God is strong enough to save that family member of mine. That my God is strong enough to redeem, to restore, and to, repeat, and, and, and to repair. That my God is strong enough. And you pray bold prayers with so much confidence. Knowing that my God is able to deliver. But even if he doesn't, I won't stop praising him. He's going to send rain on this patch now. My God will not leave me in depression. My God will not allow me to be snatched or leave me in the, in the teeth, uh, to the teeth of the, of, of the tiger. He will not leave me in the desert to die. He would save me. My God will send rain on the earth. And Elijah prayed bold prayers. You have got to learn to pray bold prayers because bold prayers, let me tell you something. Oh, bold prayers. Bold prayers are, are so good because when you pray bold prayers, oh, you attract God's heart very quickly. It, it, let me tell you something. I discovered that. Oh, I'm learning better still. I said I'm gonna say I'm gonna stop saying discover. Discover that a couple weeks ago. I'm learning that um, I can actually pray one prayer seven times, and someone can pray the same prayer one time, and God will answer theirs first. And it's not because God did not hear mine, but sometimes it's just because my prayers lacked faith. Oh, I discover, oh, I'm learning that sometimes the reason God, it feels like God is delaying our, the answers to our prayers is not because we're not, it's not because he did not hear us, but because our prayers lack faith. And when your prayers lack faith, they dishonor God. Any prayer that you pray must carry a certain level of faith. Do you even have faith for what you're asking for? Let me ask you first. Do you have faith for the stuff that you've been asking God for? Come 2023. Tell me, do you? Do you have faith? Some of you are asking God for a promotion that you don't even have enough faith in your system to, to believe or to receive the promotion when He sends it. And as you expect God to send you what, is ask, what you're asking for when you, have enough, when you have not enough faith to receive it? Do you have enough faith to pray bold prayers 
even when it feels like you're too tired to? Do you have enough faith to pray acute, conf acute confidence prayers? That's prayers with acute confidence. Oh, do you have enough faith to believe even when you have no reason to? Do you have enough faith to push through? Do you have enough faith to pray bold prayers? Because you have no idea just how, oh God, how powerful God is. And look at Elijah. Elijah bowed his face and put it in between his knees. He prayed bold prayers. Elijah prayed bold prayers. Elijah prayed bold prayers. Elijah prayed bold prayers. And then the Bible says he, had to, he sent his servant. He said, go and look. Go and stand, stand there and look at the skies. What do you see? And then the servant came and said, nothing. I see blank skies. Elijah prayed bold prayers but he was met with blank skies elijah prayed bold prayers but was met with blank skies ain't nothing more disappointing than praying and consistently staring at the face staring in the face of an un, 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 of, of sorry of on an un, on an unanswered prayer. Sorry, English gets crazy sometimes for me. But like, uh, th there's nothing more discouraging than standing in front of a, an unanswered prayer and you're still praying. Um, let me tell you something. Several times I've had to stop praying. Uh, it happened so, several times, honestly. And I'm I'm not very bold or proud to say this, but sometimes I've stopped praying for certain things just because I I never saw any sign in the sky. And though I pray bold prayers, here comes the hesitation. The hesitation now is I am standing before a mountain that has refused to move. I've been praying the same prayers, but I'm standing in front of walls that have refused to calm down. I've been going around these walls and I thought by now they'd fall. I've been going around this and I've been praying and I thought by now that I'd have received answers. Oh, Elijah prayed bold prayers and we emphasize so much on praying bold prayers. But do we really talk about the blank skies? So let's take a moment and just think of the blank skies. Let's think of the blank skies, the blank skies, the blank skies. Because we are praying bold prayers, but we are met by distance. We are met with this unanswered prayers and nothing is changing. It's like, um, it's like praying for healing. Right? You pray for healing one time. And, uh, and you keep monitoring, you keep checking, and nothing is changing. Have you been in any position like that before? You pray for something and it feels like it's only getting worse. You prayed for something to happen, but it feels like nothing is happening. And so Elijah prayed bold prayers. Yes, indeed he did. Indeed he did pray bold prayers. But, ooh, there comes the hesitation. Because he had an expectation. The bold prayers is a prayer spread with expectation because faith indeed is the expectation of things, something things hoped for, and the expectations of sorry, something things hoped for and the, and the evidence of things not seen. That is the expectation of things that we haven't even seen yet. That is faith. So there was an expectation. When we pray bold prayers, that's the expectation. But here comes the hesitation. Because as we stand in front front of this, you know. Unanswered prayer. It's like this. It, it, it's 
it's having this expectation but standing and witnessing the colorlessness of the expected future you're asking for results and only thing you see is blank skies you don't see the answers you've been asking for imagine saying oh you even trying to encourage yourself i'm like all right let me follow what god in genesis 15 told elijah told abraham to step out of his step out of his tent and look up to the skies and you go one night and look up to the skies but this is not the season of season of stars in the sky and you look up when the sky is blank god nothing here nothing here to remind me of your promise i've got nothing god and Elijah had to, is having to feel the, I'm pretty sure he was feeling the same thing even as he was praying. Because you know that uh, unmet expectations even wearies faith. Do you know that? Unmet expectations starts to weary your faith. Because of the feeling of, of, of emptiness, it commands. The feeling of emptiness that it commands. When you're praying bold prayers, but constantly you keep meeting blank skies. You're praying bold on audacious prayers. A pastor Manu spoke to you some weeks ago. It was like, you're saying, um, until pray until something happens. Pray until something happens. But you've been at it for a while now and nothing has happened. You've been praying for a while now and nothing has happened. Uh, for, for the sake of details and, and confidentiality, I, I wouldn't like expose much details. But a few weeks ago, I was praying for for something. I was praying about something, right? And, and I was just praying and every day I was always showing up praying the same prayers bold prayers i was praying to god boldly telling him don't leave me like this god you can't you can't leave me like this god god i've trusted you enough god i trust i mean when i said trusted you enough i mean like i trust you enough is what i mean saying i trust you enough god you can't leave me like this god you can abandon me like this you cannot i you cannot you can just leave me like this god and i was praying and praying and praying and every time i would step out there and it would always be the same thing nothing was changing nothing was changing i was praying bold prayers I kept, I, was, I kept on meeting blank skies, blank skies, blank skies, blank skies. And blank skies only remind you of, of those times you prayed certain prayers, although they were materialistic prayers, but God never, and God never came through for you because it was not His purpose. And God's purpose always trumps even over our preferences. And the, the blank skies start to call your heart to remembrance, or call to remembrance. All those times you pray for something God never, God never did. All those times you sacrificed and you didn't get what you, you desired, desired or even deserved. All those times you were cheated by people of the world. Blank skies remind you of those times. And I, I was just there one Sunday. I was so annoyed. I preached. Did I preach? I can't remember. Yeah, I did. I, I preached. And this was a few weeks ago. I was so annoyed. And I was just almost depressed, honestly. And I was just there thinking, like, come on now, God. I have labored enough. I have tried for this group of people. I have what do you what do you what do you want me to do that I have not done? I have lowered myself, disposed my self-esteem in the trash can just so not that I could please not that I, not because I could please people, but just so I could be of, of I could be of help and assistance to people that you have sent me to. God, what more do you want from me? I told God that. What more do you want from me, God? What do you want me to do that I haven't done? I have done not just things in my power, but things that are even greater than my power. I have done so much that I accept every strength that I had left in me. And still I had to push through with it. And so God, why you why would you why would I keep missing blank skies? And I was so it was so confrontational. Because listen, listen to what God what the Holy Spirit told me about this week. Listen to what the Holy Spirit told me this week. And I told I told my girl yesterday, was it yesterday or two days ago. I told her that this is what this is what God told me, and this is what I'm telling you. God said, 
um, it was just one evening, like I think it was a Friday, it was, I think it was on Friday, and it was this. If, let me just, you know what, let me just pull up my notepad, notepad and read it to you exactly the way I received it, so I don't ruin the beauty of, um, of the word. Okay, well this is it, this is it, I got it, I got it. The 16th of December, this is 16th of December on Friday. It was this. If nothing made you question God, or better still, for the sake of uh, it happening again, if nothing makes you question God, then nothing made you believe God in the beginning to begin with. I said again, if nothing made you question God, then nothing made you believe in the beginning to begin with. If nothing ever makes you question the God that you say you love and serve, that means nothing made you, made, nothing made you believe in the beginning. That means you, you never really believed him. I, I mean, why would you say your God is a prayer answering God and you believe him? If you never have times when you question him when he does not answer the prayers you, 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 you ask for. Like prayers you pray. Do you know what I'm saying? Like we believe God. I mean, if, if we are to be honest with ourselves, we don't just believe God because we believe God. We believe or we started believing in God because of some things he did for us. Some things we saw him do. Some things we heard he, he could do. So you believe God was a healer. But how come, even though you prayed for healing for that person, they still passed? You say God is a healer. I, I, one of my friends this week, I, in fact, we're literally sitting in the same row this week. And uh, though she's not a believer, she's not in the faith of the faith yet. Um, I'm praying that I'm praying that God would God would turn her heart to him over in full rather. But as uh, we're just actually even joking, so just this week I don't know what, I can't remember what day of the week it was. And then just she received a call out of the blue and she was told about the fact that I dad passed. And then right after that, she had to travel home right immediately. And then I met a friend and her friend told me that he said he prayed and fasted for that girl's father. Said he has been healed for a while now, maybe some demonic attack or something, and that he, he and that he prayed and fasted for that girl's dad, and sadly it happened, and it was like, and and, the, and then it was like, uh, and then he said this, and this was the part that added me. He said, um, uh, well, God's time. He said, God's time, God's time, and I was like, well, not everything that happens is, not everything that happens at certain times is always God's time, and God always God's best, and it was like, yes, I know, but often we say cliches like this to only encourage ourselves. We say these things to only keep us in positions where we, we, we don't want to outrightly question God. But the truth of the matter is, the only reason we question God, you know, or question our belief in God is because we had something to believe in to begin with. And it felt like he did not perform as much as our expectation was. Elijah prayed bold prayers, but he was met with blank skies. And I'm very sure back of his mind, he's asking, God, why have you not answered me yet? He sent his servant to check the skies the first time. He came back and said nothing. Elijah was like, okay, go back and check again. He came back and said nothing. Elijah at this moment was probably having to wonder, God, come on, you just sent fire down. God, come on, you've been too good for me to, to me. God, come on, I've seen you do things for me. Why are you acting like this, God? Why have you not sent me the prayers? I'm only asking for something little to compare to everything that you have done. God, you literally sent fire from heaven. There's no mathematics to explain how that happened. Was that a meteorite you sent from the skies to the earth to a, to, to a lamb where that was just in front of Elijah and you just sent the meteorite to catch, make that lamb catch on fire? Or, you know, you, you, I don't know, God. You just literally did this thing for me a few minutes ago. And how come just this little request? for rain is taking you so long to respond God how come I am just asking for something just one thing not for my benefit this time and really it's not for, for selfish reasons it really was not for selfish reasons right um 
I mean, it was for the you said it, God. You said you wanted me to have it. How come I'm praying for it, but it has not come yet? And I'm having to pray bold prayers, but I'm met constantly with blank skies. And Elijah is having to process the blank skies, the blank skies. The first time he sent his servant, servant said nothing. Second time he sent his servant, servant came back and said, Oh, nothing, master, nothing is in the sky. Even, matter of fact, the servant didn't even know what to look for because Elijah didn't tell him what to look for. Elijah just said, Go and look at the skies, tell me whatever you see. And the servant kept coming back with the word, nothing, 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 nothing. Whew. And there must have been this pain in between that. In those, in those spaces, there probably was, um, were just these little heartaches. Probably even more, Elijah had to pray even more. He had to intensify more. Because the truth is, sometimes, silence helps us with the art of disillusionment right it helps us to to shed it helps silence and that black those black skies help sheds sorry helps to shed away some things you know some of us because god has been answering our prayers constantly we always think it would be easy even with god on our side i mean c.s lewis says this is a life with god is not immunity from from storms <laughs> it is peace within them it, 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 it is not immunity from troubles but we have we you know even preachers we, we have inculcated this idea into the hearts of people where we assume that it would always be easy but pain teaches us the art of disillusionment because it won't always come easy it's not always easy it won't always be easy God teaches us through those blank skies that it won't always come just because we wished it to happen Queen will not always Sarah Sarah. It will not always be because we wanted it to be. But do you know one thing that Elijah taught me? This fight being met constantly with unanswered prayers, with blank skies. You know what Elijah taught me? He taught me to push through the blank. Come on, everybody say it with me. Push through the blank everybody say with me now push through the blank elijah learned to push through the blank and he never stopped praying bold prayers because the first time he sent his servant someone came back and said nothing second time he sent the servant someone came back and said nothing third time he sent the servant remember that story back in second kings when elijah this time around was speaking with the king he told the king to strike the ground I think it's 2 Kings 13 or 18. So the king struck the ground one, two, three times and stopped. When he was peaceful, Elijah was like, Oh, I wish I'd gone five, even six times. Even though your victory would have been five, six times. But now you only struck the ground three times and your victory would only be but for three seasons. Meaning you would have to lose for the rest of your life. But then Elijah taught me that I don't have to stay and, and stay in this stage of grumbling or, or this stage of constant complaining and anger that God is not doing things the way I want him to do it and I could just learn to keep praying my bold prayers even through blank skies to keep praying bold prayers through blank skies to keep praying bold prayers even when I'm not seeing anything happen to keep praying for that child even when they are still rebellious to keep praying for that for that man even when he's still in the world to keep praying for their salvation to keep praying for their redemption even when it looks like no signs is attesting to the fact that my prayers have been answered but to keep praying bold prayers through blank skies
But some of you, you gave up, right? You gave up at the first sight of a black sky. Oh, well, maybe not outrightly. You asked God the first time. Then you asked the second time. And then you stopped. You stopped believing. You stopped exercising faith. You stopped praying bold prayers. Why? Because God never answered on the second. Check. Elijah sent his servant not five times, not six times. He sent his servant to check seven times. Seven times. Seven times. And then, you know what happened? On the seventh time, the servant came and said one thing. He said one thing, just very small. He said this. Oh, wait, 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 master. Ah, I see something. Something in the skies. It's a cloud. It's a cloud. As small as a man's hand. It is rising from the sea. It's a cloud as small as a, a man's hand. It's as small as the fist the King James Version has it. It's, I see a cloud gathering, but it's still as small as a fist. It is gathering by the sky in the skies. That is all I see. And then you know what you know what Elijah did? He got up and said, Yeah, go quickly, go and tell Ahab that rain is about to pour. It should better start running now because it's gonna be really heavy. Wait, what? All the servants saw was a black was a black was a was a fist. They only saw a fist, a cloud as small as a fist. It's a man's fist. He didn't see anything. There was no rain yet. Oh, but Elijah, Elijah understood that long before he saw the rain, there was a swirling cloud. Like, though you feel the emptiness, the blank skies commands, but just if you can push through with, with your bold prayers, there is a swirling cloud gathering. Because long before you saw the rain, guess what? God was already present in the clouds. Woo! Long before we saw the rain, God was, on, God was already in the clouds. Long before you saw the answer, oh, God was already answering. Bible says that praise be to God. It says, praise be to God of Jeshurun, who rise on the clouds to rescue us, to help us, to save us. The God of Jeshurun, that's the God of Israel, who rides upon the clouds. So long before we saw the rain, guess what? He already was riding upon the clouds. Long before you saw those people turning in full, turning, turning a new leaf and turning over to Jesus, God was already working in your life. Long before you felt God, you long before you felt God's presence, He was already in the room. You know, because God's hand is invisible, does not mean he is absent. And before you know it, I love, I love how that chapter, I love how it ends. I love it because it, it, it tells me, oh, it tells me something good. It tells me something good. It tells me, oh, it tells me not to give up. It says, meanwhile, the sky grew black. Meanwhile, the sky grew black. 
Meanwhile, the sky, sky grew black with clouds. The wind rose. A heavy rain started. The wind rose. A heavy rain started. Oh, but, be, be, uh, but be, uh, uh, just because Elijah did not see the clouds on time, did not mean he stopped praying bold prayers. With his face in between his knees, he was there praying. Praying for that thing you've been praying for. Praying and asking. God, do not forget me like this. God, come to my aid and assistance. Elijah prayed bold prayers. But when he was, in, when he was met with blank skies, he learned to push through praying, still praying bold prayers. Don't give up at the sight of blank skies. See, listen to me, guys. 2023. I know you, don't, you, don't, you would not like me saying this, but there will be blank skies. Even you're not in 2023 yet, but you already feel it. This week for me was blank skies. Mm -hmm. Blank skies on uh, the, the same day I lost my friend. My sorry, the, sorry, God forbid. Uh, sorry, the same day my friend lost her dad. Oh, I'm still very much. I'm still very much in touch with her. We still spoke last night, asking her. I said, "Be strong, right? God is with you, right?" And this is how we save people, right? This is how we get people over to God's side. It is not you trying to force God down your necks. How else would we know that God is a comforter if we were never troubled, right? How else would we know that He is the Prince of Peace if we never, if we never had an anxious heart? And so, it is not a sin to be anxious. When Paul says, "Be anxious for nothing," really, what he is saying is that listen, even when you feel the anxiety beauty. That's when you need God the most because God gives peace. He is the Prince of Peace and it will be of no effect if you had no need for Him. Does it make any sense? But on that same day, oh, I was just, I was plagued, that's the word, plagued with several news. About two phone calls came and they just literally broke my heart. I mean, two different, I mean, on two different topics. I mean, I received, so, I received so many phone calls this week. People saying, oh, did you hear this? Oh, did you, have you seen this? Oh, a video, we saw a video. Oh, we saw this. And, and some of you might know of what I'm talking about. And I don't want to go into details because uh, it's, it's, it's been a hard one for my family. But I'm, I'm not, don't get me wrong. I'm not trying to like, st I'm not standing up here to, to get anybody's uh, emotional uh, response or whatever. I, really, that's not what it's about. But this week was really hard, for, especially for my family. We, we, we went through a lot. Even up until yesterday, I still received phone calls saying, oh, we saw this, this, and this place, and it is going uh, viral, whatever. And uh, I, I was just downcast. I called up people and they told me, you cannot control the situation. And it broke my heart. Because that day, I remember I prayed so hard and I, and I was like, why is the devil so much of a bastard? Devil, you are a bastard. And I would just say, devil, you are a bastard. You must be mad. Oh, I told my sister over the phone that day. She called me and she told me, do you hear this? Did you see this? And, and I was like, give me an explanation. Then she told me and I was like, what? The devil did this? Oh, no, 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 no. I said, the devil has only stepped on the pedal. It, it's that, you know, he has only set his foot against the pedal and he cannot keep up with this speed. He cannot keep up with the Holy Ghost inside of me. That's what I said. I said it so boldly. But then I met the blank skies. <laughs> You, have you ever met blank skies? Someone that every it feels like every confidence on your on your inside shrivels, shrivels up and dies. Well, something very similar happened. As I heard, I saw, I witnessed that day. 
I still prayed. I prayed through tears. I, I prayed through when it was hard. The following day, hoping that I would see the rain. Nothing. Black sky still. Still, same news, just, you know, recycling itself and coming in just different ways for the same story. Even yesterday, I met with blank skies, but you know what? I'm learning to not do. I'm learning to not quit. Even when I still am, I am facing the blank sky. I am learning to not quit because I am faced with blank skies, faced by blank skies. And so I am learning to push through. I'm telling you what I'm learning, right? It's great, right? I always tell you guys what stuff that is going on in my life. I try to, to tell you so you don't think I'm some angel fall from heaven whose life is so perfect and who is only yet to tell you, well, why is your life like that? Come on, do better. You can be better. But I'm only telling you this story. It's not only, not, I'm not also not because I'm trying to seek for pity or anything. I'm saying this story with you because I am trying to get you to understand that if Elijah can pray, could pray more prayers and push through blank seasons, guess what? We can too. Because the blank skies is not the end. Hear me say this. Blank skies are not the end. Guess what? Black clouds are coming. Blank skies are not the end. Black clouds are gathering. There is about to be a storm of miracles. A storm of answers. A storm. Bible says in the book of Amos 9. It says the sower is about to meet the reaper. Oh, God is about to collapse time and space and he's going to do it so much that even before you planted the seed in the, in the ground, the harvest was already coming. Even before you stepped out, the response was already coming in. Even before you dared to do it, the answer is already slapping you in the face. Even before you prayed, the Bible says, my father has heard you and I have answered. Bible says that we are in those seasons where God is accelerating time and speed. He's accelerating time. He's collapsing, collapsing time and space. The, oh, what would have taken years to accomplish? God's about to do them in only months. God can do them in only days. What could take years? God could do it in a few months. Why? Because yes, this is those we are in those days now, and you cannot afford to quit in those blank seasons. These are seasons where your your prayers need to be bold. And not pitiful. Don't pray pitiful prayers. No, no, no. Don't pray prayers like like a weakling. Oh God, just help. No, 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 no. I know it's hard. I know it's tough. I know you are still faced by a blank sky. But do not stop praying bold prayers. Do not stop pushing through blank skies. You know why? Because at the very end, the black clouds and black clouds are gathering. Black clouds are gathering. Let everybody be in your feet wherever you are right now. I want to pray for you. 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 Black clouds are gathering. The revelation. I know you are stuck in the middle of the frustration of expectation. You expected. But in after expectation, what you expected was revelation. What you wanted after your expectation was revelation. A revealing of stuff that you have prayed for. But instead, what you met in the middle was frustration. Blank skies. I know you felt frustrated this week, mom. I know you can hear me, mom. I know you're listening right now. I know you were met with so much frustration, sister. I know you're that girl, you're that guy that's listening to me. You were met with so much frustration. 
because now you were, you've been staring in the face of a blank sky. But God asked me to come and tell you this. Don't quit because there are blank skies. Because there's, before you know it, there's a cloud that's gathering. There's a cloud that's swirling. There's a cloud that's swirling. Oh, it's the time of harvest, right? The, 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 the clouds are swirling. Black clouds are coming. Don't quit because it is blank. Oh, you have to understand the black clouds are starting together. There's about to be rain. There's about to be rain. And all that has happened this week was only for God to stretch your faith. Not stress it. Stretch your faith. And he's stretching it. Don't stop praying board prayers. On your feet, everybody, let me pray for you. If you've been in a season where you've been praying bold prayers, but you've been met constantly with blank skies. You've been praying bold prayers, having great expectations, coupled with faith, and you've been praying. But instead of a revelation of the things you've been expecting, a revelation of your expectation, you've been met with frustration in the very middle of it. This is my prayer for you today. I ask, oh God, that you would give us the grace to still pray bold prayers even as we face blank skies. To not stop praying bold prayers, even as we face blank skies. To not stop praying bold prayers, as we pray blank skies. Listen, if, if by any case in 2023 or before the end of the year you face, you start to face your own blank skies, I want you to write this prayer down somewhere. I want you to pray, just stop praying. All right? I, I prayed this prayer last night, and I want you to pray this prayer also. This is the prayer. Say, please, Father, give me the grace to still pray bold prayers as I face blank skies, waiting for black clouds. To still pray bold prayers as I face blank skies, waiting for black clouds. Father God, this is my prayer for each and every person in this place. That you would just give us the strength, the boldness to pray bold prayers as we face blank skies in expectation of blank clouds oh father god here's why here's why i say expectation i'm not even saying revelation right oh because oh he says that the expectation of the righteous should not be cut short one the, at the sight of the black of the black clouds oh get up and start believing get up and start praising get up and start praising don't wait till the rain starts to pour Oh, that means it means if you had to wait till the rain started pouring before you understood God has answered your prayer, it means you trusted Him very little to begin with. So, at the sight of that black cloud, get up and start praising Him because He's sending the rain. Because long before you saw the rain, God was already present in the clouds. Thank you, Holy Spirit of God. Oh, Father, we bless your name, Jesus. Thank you for your time as this in your presence. Oh, we are grateful, Holy Spirit. Father, we thank you for 2022. Thank you for our blank sky seasons. Thank you for your helping us. You're giving us enough faith and strength. Like he says in the book of Isaiah chapter 30, you said this, you said in, in, in rest and repentance is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. That's what you said, God. I, that's, yeah, that's Isaiah 30 verse 15. In, in, in rest and repentance is your salvation. In quietness and trust is your strength. Father, thank you for you are building our faith, building our confidence to push through blank skies, 
still praying bold prayers expectation of black clouds come on if you believe god and you're grateful god's word give god a great clap right now come on if you want to cry come on cry if you want to laugh come on laugh if you want to pray come on pray oh thank you father god for the faith that you're disseminating right now for the faith that you're pouring out for the strength that you're releasing to your children right now thank you for we are not generation of quitter christians we're not generation of quite of, of, of quitter christians we're not going to quit because it's hard we will not quit in front of blank skies we would pray bold prayers through the frustration because we know that there are black clouds gathering at the rise i mean at the, at the very uh, end of the skies what we see or what is gathering black clouds and we see though they might just be like the fist of a man's hand or a man's fist oh but they are starting to swirl they're starting to come together they're starting to come together we give you praise and glory hey there we wanted to come here and say thank you for working with us giving and believing in this ministry in 2022 we trust that with faith 2023 is going to be the best year of our lives yet we trust and believe god for what is yet to come thank you for 2022 see you in 2023